Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Monday, the 22nd of November, and today I am just pleased as punch to have a brand new friend on the show with me today. Uh, James Taylor is here, and he's going to talk about what just happened to him in Oklahoma. A lot of you guys have heard me talk about this on the podcast, these six teachers that were fired by Oklahoma School District for refusing to wear a mask. But I'm telling you what, you guys, this guy is going to encourage you, you're going to be so blessed. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, before I get started today, I want to remind you that we've got a brand new Bible summary coming up at MomStrong International. We're going to spend the month of December studying Advent and why it's so important to recognize our hope doesn't come from government. It comes from the Lord, and hope is here in the person of Jesus Christ. And so we're going to spend the month of December encouraging you. It's a study that you guys can do with your families, and you can find out more information at momstronginternational.com. All right, you guys, I am so excited to have uh, James Taylor on the show with me today. And uh, there's so many, as we've been talking before the show started, I'm like, oh my word, I can do a whole week of interviews with this guy because he's just, he's a plethora of information. He's an author, he's a pastor, he's a congressional candidate running in, uh, in Oklahoma. And uh, I'm just excited. I think he's running in Congressional District 4 in Oklahoma, and I'm just thrilled to have him here. We're going to be talking about what recently happened to him as a result of refusing to wear a mask. My friend, James Taylor, welcome to the show. Thank you, Heidi. It's a pleasure to be here. It's, uh, I'm really, truly humbled and honored to be here. Well, I am humbled to have you here. It's just, I, I love hanging out with a freedom fighter who knows the word of God. To me, that is just the pinnacle of having a great conversation. It's a little bit of what it's going to be like, I think, in heaven some days. We're all going to be talking about the same things from a position of just knowing how much the Lord loves us. I want to go back to, because there's so many areas, I've written a bunch of notes down, uh, things I, questions I want to ask you, but I want to go back to uh, the 3rd. Was it the 3rd of November? Yes, when the Oklahoma School District, right, you work for Roosevelt, or you did work for Roosevelt Middle School, you're a history teacher, which yes. we're also going to talk about because, oh my word, a, a guy who loves history. Uh, and I want to find out what precipitated the Oklahoma super, the, the superintendent of this district to fire you from your job. So take us back to the, because I've read about this on Fox News. You guys have been interviewed all over the nation now. What happened? Well, the... It goes back to the legislators. They made a law that came into effect on July 1st, and that law was Senate Bill 658, which stated that there could be no school district can mandate masks unless the governor has called for a state of emergency. Well, our superintendent, uh, Sean McDaniel, decided that, that with the district's uh, endorsement, that because the law did not say superintendent, then he can make the law uh, super, the superintendent can say that, that you have to wear masks, make it mandatory, because he's not the school board, which is just insane logic. Uh, yeah. So they they came out while the law was there still, and they came out, and he said that on Friday that they were going to put this in for Monday, the 16th of August. And But our principal told us on Friday, yeah, they're, gonna, they're thinking about doing this, but it, it's not going to be required to wear the mask. So, you know, Okay, so we get to school and we find out that they've put this mask mandate in. And one of my friends, one of the other six who uh, was at school, they gave, he sent me a text and said, he said, JT, 
principal sending me home. And I said, for what? He says, because I didn't wear a mask. I said, you have got to be kidding me. And so then it just shortly after that, you know, I went down to the principal's office. Uh, inside the principal's office were, were three people, the principal, uh, one of the assistant principals, and our, our uh, security officer was there. The principal had his down below his nose. The security <laughs> guard had his on his chin. And the assistant principal had his run, were, wearing his properly. So I thought, how ironic that I'm coming in here to be sent home for not wearing a mask and they're doing the same thing. So, but anyway, and I said, I wish I'd had a camera. Well, the hypocrisy is stunning. Oh, you, oh, you, you, wait, you haven't heard the whole of it. Um, <laughs> the, so then they, I, I go into his office, he sends those guys out and he says, Taylor, are you going to wear a mask? And I said, I'm not going to break the law. The law is the law. I'm not going to break the law. So he says, you got to go home, call HR. So I did. And they, this was on Monday. On Tuesday, they had our hearing. Uh, that's how quickly it was. Um, and uh, so about three, that following Friday, that next, so that was like three days later, Friday, the superintendent is at a meeting with the city government and he's sitting there the entire meeting without a mask on. He's got his mask over his ear. And I'm thinking, but I did get that picture. So when I've used that picture in our, our defense, and one other thing that was odd is that on the day we were fired on the night, on the third, uh, we all knew they were going to fire us. And the reason is, is because they were culpable. They had, ab- the board had abdicated their responsibility back in August, and they had given the superintendent carte blanche to do whatever he wanted to do with COVID. Because, and here's the reasoning why, because they only meet twice a week, a month, and they didn't have the time to meet every time they needed to make a decision about COVID. So they abdicated their responsibility, and they really had to vote the way they did because they were they were culpable. Now, get this. Not only was our principal not wearing his mask, not only was the superintendent not wearing his mask, but at the night that they're firing us, one of the board members is sitting up there without their mask on, and they went in and fired. I mean, it's just hypocrisy yeah. galore, hypocrisy yeah. galore. And so it's, all, it's never for us. It has never been about the mask. It has always been about the rule of law because – when you no longer have the rule of law, we no longer have a republic. We have tyranny. And that's what you're seeing all over the country with, with tyrants con- trying to control everybody else to conform to their and comply with their ideas. So that's kind of what happened uh, to us. Just the hypocrisy is amazing. So, so. I'm, cu- I'm cu- curious because I know I've seen you guys on Fox News. I've seen you. You're being interviewed, you know, all over mm-hmm. the country. How have you been received by, let's say, the mainstream media uh, for your stand in all of this? Um, you know, it's really been interesting. Uh, none of the, none of the, um, how do I want to put this? Uh, non-conservative media has contacted us uh, at all, which they hadn't contacted us at all. Um, so you haven't heard from, you know, MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just assuming that Jimmy Kimmel has not called you and said, "Hey, really want you to come on Jimmy Kimmel live." I'm assuming none of that's happening. <laughs> none of that's happened. None of that's no. happened. Uh, you know, but overall, it has been extremely overwhelming um, and very positive. Uh, when you, when you see the facts, um, our lawyer was was phenomenal. He was brilliant. He the superintendent being under cross-examination had to acknowledge that the law was in place when he did what he did. He had to acknowledge that he had to acknowledge under oath that his, there was no moral turpitude that we had done. I mean, all this stuff. So, but 
our lawyer just did a good job. In fact, he was the, the superintendent was trying to explain the difference between uh, a recommendation and a mandate, you know, and but it was the same <laughs> thing he was doing. And I kid you not, I said to the guy next to me, I said, does that sound like Bill Clinton saying it all depends on what the definition of is is? Is, right. It's, it depends on your definition of the word is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's exactly what, it, I mean, he, he really looked bad. In fact, it was so bad for the superintendent that they have taken that off line. You can't see it right now because he looked bad. He looked bad. Um, and so they've taken all that off. And that's the only one that's off. It's just that hearing. All the rest of their stuff is up there still, but that one is off. So our lawyer is so trying to get it, get that to put back up. It's interesting because as we're watching this thing play out, right? I mean, now we're, we're what are we going on? Two years of two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. <laughs> and we've watched how they've taken this virus with a 99.9% survival yes. rate, this 1% mortality rate, and yes. they've used it to implement tyranny. Yes. Yes, exactly. All over the country. And what you guys did was you stood up and said, no, this isn't actually how the country works. And you got fired for it. But there are lots of people that are listening to this right now who need encouragement. And as you and I were talking earlier, the Lord is providing for you in remarkable ways, I think in large part because you did the right thing. Tell us about that. Well, I've always felt that if you stand, if you're standing on the side of right, the side where God is, no matter how bad or sad or difficult the situation may become, you're going to always come out on the right side. And so mm-hmm. just to, just to, just to show you guys how, how good God is, I just want to brag on God for a moment. When we got, we got fired on Wednesday night, uh, unanimous decision, uh, at 1030 in the evening, by 10 o'clock the next day, there were four job offers for all six of us. Two were outside of education and the other two were school districts that were saying, we want people of integrity working at our school district. Uh, then God did something absolutely amazing for me uh, and for us, but also for me. When our governor, you can look online and look at what he said, but our governor, Governor Kevin Stitt, he gave a challenge to, he asked the superintendent to hire us back, the school district to do this, because in a day when we have shortages of teachers and they're letting go good teachers, and what had happened was uh, he's he's calling them out and telling them they need to make some changes. But then he calls me out and calls me by name and says, Dr. Taylor, uh, James Taylor is one of these teachers. And he says that he's an excellent teacher. And uh, and he says, I know because I've been in his classroom because I invited him to my class. And he then invited us, my kids and myself, to uh, the governor's mansion for a, a, for lunch with the governor, which was incredibly cool for my kids. Well, me too. I was a big kid of that. Well, (laughs) what God is, yeah, I I still am. God (laughs) has been so good trusting God. You know, this is, this is not good. I mean, uh, there's a lot of other teachers that felt the same way as we did, but they didn't make the same decision because, you know, they're trying to figure out how are they going to survive? How are they going to take care of their families and whatnot? For me, that was, that's, I've always felt like God is my provider and, whether he uses OKCPS to write a check or XYZ place to write a check, God is still the one who does the providing. And not only that, but God has been just weird things have happened. Like last week, we got uh, a, a fairly large check that took paid more than our house note because we, we just put it in the bank. We had sold our house in July and we had moved obviously to the new place. Well, the, the old mortgage company, they sent my escrow check that was left to my old house 
and it never came to us. And so they contacted us about, hey, uh, when are you going to cash a check? And eventually I went and contacted them. I first thought it was a scam. But then I called them and said, okay, what's the deal? And they said, this is your escrow check. And it, you give us your new address. It'll be there in seven days. And it was there in seven days. Uh, and, you know, God has been showing up. He's been uh, uh, just been so good. There are, there are times when people will, money were coming in out the clear blue, just clear yeah. blue where people are doing things. And it's just that God, I would tell people when you stand, having stand firm, done all that you can to stand firm, you keep on standing. There mm. is, don't give up. Don't give up. It's, it's going to cost. And I shared with you earlier off, off the camera, but as at our church last week, when I was talking about this, one of the, the, the highlight of this event for me so far has been uh, our church is interactive and they'll, our, our members will ask questions during the middle of a sermon if they don't understand something or, or didn't understand how I said it. They'll ask. And so in the midst of this sermon, I, my sermon was on Christ's authority over trials. And uh, one of the members uh, said, you know, JT, about a year and a half ago, we were talking in Bible study and you made the question, asked the question, are we able to stand up and stand firm, even though it may cost you everything? Would you be willing to do that? And, you know, you know we always said, yeah, we, we hope we would. We hope that we could. And then he says, you set the example for us. And, he, and this is the hardest part from when he said to me, uh, he says, you know, JT, I am proud that you are my pastor and I just can't tell you how much that touched my heart. But I, all I can tell you is there are lots of people that are going through stuff. One of the families that is in our, that there was one group, there was two people that were a married couple. That was their income uh, was here by the grace of God. Both of them got hired yesterday and are now uh, working good. Well, they going through onboarding, getting ready to start their teaching in another district. Uh, and it's just uh, amazing. It's just amazing what God is doing. So don't, you have the greatest power source on your side when you know Jesus Christ mm -hmm. as your Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, how bad it might look, God's in charge of that. God is still working, even though you can't see what he's doing, God is still working and keep your eye focused on him. You see, when, when, when Peter walked on the water, he, he was having a good time until he took his eyes off Jesus. Right. Once he did that, then he's gurgling. And yeah. it was only when he cried out to see God would, Jesus would have let him drown if he hadn't called out for Lord, save me. And then Jesus reached down and lifted him up. And then Jesus says to him, Oh, you of little faith. He says, man, you should have been kept on believing. Don't focus on what's happening because the waves were big. The waves were traumatic. The waves were frightening. But the safest place you can be in the middle of a storm is next to Jesus. That's the place, first, best place to be. So please stand firm. You know, I'm not saying this as someone who would say, oh, that'd be a nice idea. I'm someone who did it and I'm, I'm doing it still. You know, I have not been hired yet at an, another place yet. Uh, that's partly because of me trying to figure out better what God wants me to do with the options that we have. Uh, and there's only one other that hasn't been hired yet. So all six out of six of us, four are already hired, which mm -hmm. is just how God works. Uh, and, uh, you know, people are having to deal with 
mandates. Uh, the the mask is probably the least intrusive, uh, but but the vaccine. I mean, that's I can't even imagine that they're they're using people are going to be using their kids as guinea pigs. It just blows my mind. Okay, guys. A lot of us are talking about Christmas gifts early this year, and you know that I am totally committed to helping you support companies that are standing for freedom, right? Well, at the top of my list is, you guessed it, MyPillow. You've all helped build MyPillow into an amazing company, and now I'm partnering with them just in time for Christmas. Mike Lindell has an amazing offer for listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast on his standard MyPillows. You will receive a standard MyPillow regularly priced at $69.98 for only $19.98. You will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as MyPillow towels, the mattress topper, my slippers, and so much more. You can get up to 66% off your order. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to receive Mike's standard MyPillow for just $19.98 or call one 800 447 0541 and use promo code Heidi. My pillow is made in the USA, comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last and a 60-day money back guarantee so you got nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but we need. Go to mypillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi, that's H E I D I to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard my pillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Heidi, or call 1-800-447-0541. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And well, it's unbelievable. And, and someone said to me the other day, well, Heidi, you know, it's just like if they asked you to put a, a, a uniform on when you come to work, you know, you have to do it. I said, no, that's something you put on your body. We're talking now about something you put in yeah. your body. That this alters comp- your body. Absolutely. I mean, this is just, it's a hundred different kinds of wrong what's happening now. Yes. But what I love about what you're saying, uh, you're actually, you're echoing uh, what Josephine Wenzel said on my show last Friday. When she was here, her daughter was murdered uh, and brutally murdered in San Diego in 2016. And her, she was saying exactly the same thing you're saying. When you're in that that place and you don't understand what the Lord is doing, Hang on to him because he can be trusted. That's right. He can right. be trusted and God is at work and he is in the business of uh, working in the lives and the hearts of his people. And we're seeing that in incredible ways right now. Yeah. And I love that you, because you and I agree. I mean, the mask is the least intrusive, but it's still tyranny. Right. It's still tyranny. The science is not on its side. I mean, we look, I'm, I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, you guys look stupid with these masks on your faces. It's it's not working. You know, now we're yeah. like the, the new wave of the Rona is coming. Everybody yeah. run and hide, get yeah. under your desk, you know. But as Christians, we believe that we serve a sovereign God That's and right. that our days have already been ordained for us. Yes. And you have been, you, you know, in standing up to this, the Lord has been uh, a blessing your willingness to stand alone. And I think that's what a lot of this is right now, because so many people are being isolated. They're being picked off, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's the vaccine mandates or, I mean, I can't even tell you how many people I know. I just met a doctor the other day at my ho- at an open house for my congressional run, an emergency room physician who is being let go over the vaccine mandate. Yes. I met a pediatric neurosurgeon in the, in an airport in North Carolina a few weeks ago who's losing his job over this. So many people yes. having to stand alone right now. What I hear you say is the stance for truth is worth it. It is. It is. Uh, it has been. Who I never would have thought that being fired would 
make me so famous, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, lots not, of reasons yeah. to want to get famous. Maybe that's yeah. not at the top yeah, of our but, list. But see, and, and see, and that's I definitely don't want to be famous. Uh, but I do want <laughs> Too to. Too late. No, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I want people to realize that God is faithful, and when you're going through that situation, He will always remain faithful. I, like you, have met several people, doctors and nurses, who have. Uh, who have or are about to lose their job. Now, I've also written several uh, recommendations or, or uh, exemption letters. And thus far, I'm running 100% <laughs> for medical. <laughs> thus far, uh, no, one has, no one has been denied their, their letter. Uh, and so I'm really excited about that. Uh, and so I've had several people that have said, hey, I may need you to write one. Said, you let me know and I'll get it for you. But that's uh, <clears throat> that's what's going on is that uh, – I I never I never thought at the beginning of the year that I would be fired for obeying the law. I mean that just doesn't compute. Country's uh, on its head. It is. It has gone mad and and now you're seeing this with I don't know if you saw the young lady the 12 uh, second grader in Florida who was suspended 38 times because she wouldn't wear a mask. I mean and her boldness to stand firm. I mean how can we can't get adults to stand firm when it's a little eight-year-old girl who stands firm and she got the law the, the law at the school mandate changed uh for standing firm did it cost her yeah she of course it might have been a vacation for her having not having to go to school but <laughs> 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 but i just i'm just really proud of her that she being so young to stand and uh stand firm and that's an example that even adults can follow well, and we, yeah. we've, I've been saying this for, you know, almost since the beginning of the Rona, the real pandemic in this country is not the virus with the 99.9% .9 survival rate. The real pandemic is a crisis of courage. Yes, and, that's uh, exactly right. We're seeing it over and over again. In the, in the couple of minutes, I want you to come back tomorrow because I, I have so many things I want to talk to you about. But in the few minutes that we have left today, you are a teacher or you yes. were uh, in the public school system. And you and I spoke briefly uh, before we started recording about the crisis that's in our public schools, critical race theory, yes. uh, the 1619 project, comprehensive of sex education. Uh, as a teacher in this, in the district, you've seen it now from the inside, really oh, yes. uh, the, the belly of the beast. Talk to the parents who are listening to this right now, who are, who are still going, ah, it's just not that big of a deal. You know, uh, it, 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 it's all right. What, what, it, what do you say about what's happening in the schools? I, I say, parents, you need to get heavily involved in what's going on in your kids' lives. Why do you think that the government would label parents who are concerned about their kids' education terrorists for parents to be asking questions? There's a reason for that because what they're trying, what they're not trying to do, what they are currently doing is using your kids to transform what's happening in America. And, and parents need to wake up and stand firm, no matter what names they call you. This critical race theory uh, is destroying our, our young lives of our kids. This stuff is terrible. Uh, I'm on the front lines of that. I'm, I'm seeing it uh, in the schools. Uh, I talk about it. I even talk about it in my school as well. I'm on the front lines of that. And you parents need to uh, get that taken care of. I don't know if you saw, uh, I sent it to... Um, Melissa, and it was a, uh, a cheat sheet. I don't know if you saw that on critical race no, theory. No, I haven't. Okay, seen she'll it. get that to you then. <clears throat> but it is a 
a cheat sheet, you know, here uh, for you can see this, but this is kind of what it does. What it does is it labels uh, the terms. See, people say, oh, you can't, you don't can't define critical race theory. Yes, you can. For example, if I were to say to you, let's go watch some football. Were you thinking American football or were you thinking soccer? Uh, American football. Right. So if I'm talking uh, soccer and you're thinking football, as I'm talking about soccer, you're going to say, wait a minute, what's he talking about? He doesn't know what he's talking about. So that's what this is for, to get everybody on the same page so that when you're talking about critical race theory or diversity, equity, inclusion, uh, the uh, uh, black, indigenous, people of color or whatever the terminology, systemic racism, white privilege, white supremacy, environmental justice, social ju- I mean, all of these terminologies that they're in there that are being used where people, most people think equity means, you know, equality. It's not, it's not yeah. even close to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. being on the same page is, is very, very important. Uh, and so when you talk to these parents, parents need to be aware that they can, they can get this information. It's available out there, uh, lots of places and they need to be aware of it. They need yeah, to stop it. It's so important. <clears throat> and really, I mean, CRT at the at the forefront of this movement to try to yes. divide us by the color of our color skin. Of skin. I mean, we see this happening all over. This is Marxism, right? Absolutely. Uh, and our country is being taken over by a Marxist revolution. Mm-hmm. These yes. people want to upend the country. They know if they can if they can change the language, if they can hijack the language, they can hijack the culture. That's right. Which is why parents need to be educated. I'm gonna I'm gonna link. I made myself a note to link to that PDF in the show notes today, so people can download it. Yes. Parents need to learn these terms because you're absolutely right. You know, when someone says equality, you know, or equity, you and I think the same <clears throat> thing, but these words are completely different. That's right. Uh, and it's the same thing with hijacking gender. You know, yes. I, I said the other day, if somebody wants to uh, be on my show and they email me or their publicist does or whatever, I will almost always scroll down to see where the signature is. And if they have to tell me their pronouns, I'm out. Like, I've, if, if you can't, <laughs> if, if you can't be, if you have to tell me that, you know, I know that your name is Scott, but your pronouns are his and him. We're, we're done because I'm not going to, I'm not right. going to walk inside this fantasy world where the terminologies that we are aware of and know as human beings and as members of mm-hmm. a of a of western civilization are suddenly being questioned that should that should give every parent pause for sure yes it should yes it should well, I am, uh, James, this is so encouraging for me. Would you come back tomorrow? I'd love to, I was, I'm writing down notes faster than I can, uh, than I can keep up with you right now. But I, I, something that you said piqued my interest and you were talking about Christ's authority over trials. Mm-hmm. And I think now is a good time to have that conversation because we can okay. have, we can have joy and confidence knowing that the Lord is in control and he reigns Amen. supreme over all of it. So would you come back tomorrow? We'll pick this I topic up. I would be honored up. to. I would. Thank you. It has just been a joy. Is there any place people can find you online besides just Googling your name and seeing it all over the news? <laughs> you're a pastor. Tell everybody yeah, what church you're at. I'm at Christ Church of Norman. Um, and that's how you would get to us at Christ Church of Norman. And, and they can find your run for Congress. Uh, there is my uh, James Taylor for Congress on Facebook. We're redoing the uh, web page and, and making it more modern and and slimlining it, streamlining it a little bit better. So we won't we don't have that up yet. Uh, and so, but right now, just for Christ uh, Christ Church of Norman, uh, and also for James Taylor for Congress. On uh, I love that. And so. uh, again, I'm going to ask you about that tomorrow too, because okay. you and I are on the same page, obviously, with uh, Christians belonging in the realm 
of politics. It's just been a real pleasure to have you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for the privilege. You guys, for more information about the PDF that uh, James and I were just talking about, you can go to the show notes today, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Scroll down, and I will have that there as an attachment. I hope you guys will come back tomorrow, and we're going to pick this conversation up where we left off at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at MomStrongInternational.com.